0: with your host, John Rush. All
6: right, hour number three is upon us, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Mark Mix joining us now. Mark, welcome back. How are you, sir?
2: I'm doing great, John.
6: How are you? I'm very good. Uh, thanks for joining us, National Right to Work Committee. And we've got some things going on with the, well, there's all sorts of things. we got the PRO Act, we've got other things happening. Give us an update.
2: Yeah, well, yesterday the United States Senate and a committee run by Bernie Sanders from Vermont uh, marked up a bill called the PRO Act, which stands for the Protecting the Right to Organize Act, which does nothing about protecting the right to organize, but gives really amazing new powers to union officials. This bill is—it's uh, 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 called the Richard Trumka uh, Pref- Protecting Right to Organize Act. Richard Trumka was the former president of the AFL CIO and the United Mine Workers and was a very militant union official. Uh, They've named that because Mr. Trumpka passed away a year ago. Mm. But the bill is designed to empower union officials and not workers, and some of the provisions in it are pretty amazing. We had an interesting debate on the bill in the committee yesterday. Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky uh, introduced an amendment to the bill that basically would have gutted the entire bill and just put in The National Right to Work Act, which, John, you and I have discussed before, is a one-page bill, doesn't add a single word to federal law, simply repeals the provisions in federal law that authorize union officials to have workers fired if they don't pay dues or fees. And, of course, that uh, was a vote on the committee. It was defeated. The amendment was defeated by a 12-9 to vote. Uh, All the Democrats on the committee, uh, including John Hickenlooper and uh, Susan Collins, the Republican from Maine, voted against the bill and then... Uh, the uh, Republicans on the bill on the bill all voted correctly, so we didn't win the fight, but we actually got to show the American people who votes for yep. freedom in the workplace that's and right. who's voting for coercion. That's no, important.
6: Good way of saying because the, the pro act too. By the way, we should make mention eliminates into the states that do have right to work. It eliminates that. Correct.
2: Yeah, that's right. It would overrule all the 26 states that have right to work laws on the books. It would just wipe them out and say that the federal government is now reimposing their power to force workers in every state to pay union dues as a condition of getting or keeping a job.
6: So really, and and I don't even know if this is constitutional, because what they're trying to do is do something federally that now each state controls, and we know what that means when it comes to even the Supreme Court. How would this even hold muster when it comes to something along those lines, Mark, or would it?
2: Well, that's the big surprise, John. Unfortunately, it was the federal government that imposed this on the states back in the 1930s under Franklin Roosevelt, a bill that was uh, defeated the first time uh, and then reintroduced. And and after a, a very healthy and serious threat to pack the U.S. Supreme Court with six additional justices, Roosevelt got his way and two of the justices switched their votes on what was basically the same bill that they had ruled unconstitutional two years previously, and said it was now constitutional for the federal government to control labor relations of private sector workers across the country. That's when they imposed the forced fee structure and the forced representation structure that union officials enjoy today. It was only in 1947 when Congress came back and, interestingly enough, John, overrode a veto of uh, President Truman, then-President Truman's veto of a bill that allowed states to pass right-to-work laws. They overrode that veto, and so the states were granted the privilege to pass right-to-work laws. The federal government still maintains the authority, uh, but the states have the privilege, and so what they're going to do with the proactors is take away the quote, privilege, and reimpose forced unionism across the country.
6: This is not something any of us need, Mark. I, as an employer, for sure don't want this. You know my feelings on unions, and they've been this way long before ever meeting you, by the way, long before ever even being on air. I feel personally that we have enough other laws and regulations in the workplace that the unions are dinosaurs and frankly just need to go bye-bye. That's my feeling.
2: Well, we do know this that if employers take care of their employees, we know that only 6% of private sector workers in America today are unionized and we know that, you know, most union officials and or excuse me, most union workers and most union families believe that they shouldn't have the force uh, to compel them to join and pay dues as a condition of employment. They would like unions to be voluntary, but it's a very unique privilege mm-hmm. given to a very small group of elites to allow them to control you, your livelihood by saying you have to pay them in order to work for somebody else. It doesn't make any sense. You're right.
6: So what do we do, uh, you know, my listeners and we as voters and taxpayers, what do we do to fight some of this stuff? What's our best way of doing that?
2: Well, certainly letting John Hickenlooper know that you, uh, you oppose his support of forced unionism is something that would be worth doing. And frankly, all the... the Wait, it's really the quick, Mark, dealt-
6: by the way, i got to stop for a second. is really quick. It's interesting. He was a big employer here in Colorado in the restaurant world forever, and I guarantee you he would not have liked that when he was an owner.
2: <laughs> Indeed. He likes it when the union officials um, load political contributions on him, but not when uh, he That's was right. in the private sector. That's exactly That's right.
6: right. So just, just a side note yeah. I wanted to throw in there. Yeah, no. Well, thank you. For well, that. I, well I which, by the way, questions. a lot of you listening, when you contact him, you should say something along those lines, like Governor. You know, like Hickenlooper. When you were governor, or when you were in the private sector here, you would not have liked that being a restaurant here. That that wouldn't have been something you would have been a fan of. That needs to be mentioned, Mark.
2: Yeah, I think so. That's a great point, John. And you know, notwithstanding that, the bill that was marked up and passed and moved to the Senate floor that Hick and Looper voted for against the right to Work amendment before the passage of the bill out of committee, it includes the ability to take away a worker's right to vote in secret ballot elections, impose card check. Mm. It allows for secondary boycotts where union officials can, can attack your customers and convince your customers that you, they need to put pressure on you wow. uh, in order to unionize it has it has penalties up for up to $100,000 against employers who would quote commit unfair labor practice charges whatever they may be defined to be it, there's really it's an amazing bill while couched as something that is workers yep. rights yep. you look at it there's nothing in there that expands workers rights there's a lot in there that expands union officials powers and privileges
6: well politicians are great at naming something Something that it's not maybe is the best way for me to say that. In other words, they, they can they can you know put lipstick on a pig and they do their very best to do so to make it really look good on the outside. So that as they're running around trying to tally up the votes, it sounds really cool and really neat. But if you get into the crux of it, it's not what it says it is.
2: Yeah, and not that, not that I want to, you know, there's already enough to be mad about with this bill, but the bill also allows illegal immigrants to sue employers and collect financial awards in excess of, of, of any violations. It, uh, like I mentioned, the secret ballot election, it allows a secondary boycott, it allows, you know, penalties for small business people, and most, most, uh, most importantly it it Right to Work, it takes away workers' current rights to decide whether or not for themselves, whether they want to, want to, Financially support a labor union. Got it's it. really, uh, really piece of uh, amazing legislation. But that's no surprise from Washington, and nope. or nope. from Denver, for that matter.
6: <laughs> no, and, and again, I think for those of you that really do contact Hickenlooper, he's our senator. He's on this committee. We're talking about that right now. And I can, I well, I just know Mark. I, I've, you know, been around Colorado my entire life. I watched his you know career in the in the in the world of politics and where he came from out of the private sector and i can just tell you this is not something he would have approved of as a as a private business owner not at all
2: yeah that's right well it's important that we stay focused and stay informed john Amen. that's the only way we're going to be able to change this stuff is to keep track of what they're doing and hold them accountable ultimately
6: that's right mark how do they folks find you and help you out with what you're doing by the way
2: well they can find us at that uh, on that amazing internet at nrtwc nrtwc.org
6: mark as always appreciate you joining us sir thanks john you bet have a great night and uh, that's a great organization uh, really if you're a worker which we all are protecting your rights as workers that's what mark and his uh, his company I should say you know his group that's what they do on an ongoing basis and they even defend people that have had uh, you know, wrongful terminations and fights with unions and so on. He'll help those individuals free of charge, by the way. They won a case even down in Pueblo not that long ago. So that's exactly what they do. Geno's Auto Service is next, and they want to help you with all of your vehicle needs, especially as we head into the 4th of July or the Independence Day week. Give Geno's a call today. It's Geno's with a J, by the way. Geno'sautoservice.com. Geno's Auto
7: Service in Littleton is celebrating 40 years in business. This month, get a $50 NAPA prepaid Visa card with a qualifying NAPA brake purchase of $250 or more. Have you had your brakes checked recently? At Geno's, we recommend checking them every 5,000 miles. Stop in this month and we'll check your brakes for free. Should you need brakes, now is the time to take advantage of Geno's anniversary NAPA brake special. For 40 years, Geno's auto service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, we back up our work with NAPA's nationwide, peace of mind, 36-month, 36,000-mile warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Don't forget to check out all our Geno's Google reviews for a good snapshot of our business. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We're AAA approved and located at Bulls and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J.
6: Veteran Windows and Doors, anything you need when it comes to windows, doors, shoring things up. In fact, with all the moisture and rain we've had, you may notice some things that you just don't like and you want to get taken care of. 40% off right now. Give them a call,
5: 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors is driven to serve you better than any other window company, ensuring they do what's right for your home and your budget owner Dave Bancroft will meet with you to review your window and door ideas while working within your budget veteran windows and doors wants you to be in the driver's seat from the first meeting to the installation veterans website portal is designed for the customer with 24 7 support and scheduling their customers tell them how refreshing it is to get responses from Dave not a service center Dave creates a detailed job report before his team steps into your home he plans by taking precise measurements and remains in contact with you throughout the project. He takes before and after pictures to ensure your satisfaction, and these are available to you in the website portal. For unmatched customer service you can afford, go to klzradio.com window and schedule your new windows and doors. klzradio.com window.
6: Group insurance analysts, all of your insurance needs, again, one-stop shopping. They're a broker. They'll, they'll shop for the best deal for you. And whatever your needs are, e-gia.com.
8: Finding the right home and auto insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. You need an expert in home and auto insurance to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lanigro at GIA Insurance and his team of home and auto insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Get more without paying more. A business that simply closes its stores loses almost all of its equity. Unless you have a plan for handing your business off to the next owner, you will not see the most financial return for your investment. You've invested years of hard work into your business. Make sure you retire with a long-term plan for your business to continue running without you. John Rush needs about two years to get your business running smoothly enough to sell. Start now and in two years, you can retire with a tidy profit knowing your investment has paid off. Email john at rushtoreason.com.
4: This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560.
6: All right, we're back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Okay. The, and I don't know if the folks that I'm seeing this from are listening, but this is the kind of stuff that we can't do. And I happen to know this particular individual, and it's a conservative, and we can't do this. We cannot do this. There's a picture of the submersible with a window in the side, which there's not, with a picture of Joe Biden in it that says, if only. We can't do that, folks. First of all, you're liable to have Secret Service knocking on your door because you're essentially now wishing the president was dead, which you can't do, nor would we do, nor would I do. Do we like the guy as president? No. Do we want him out of office? Yes. Do we want him dead? No. You can't do that, people. These are the things I was talking about, you know, in the very end of last hour that we as conservatives cannot do. Stop. There's, I'm seeing several of these that are like that. You you cannot do that. So it's just bad taste. I don't know how else to say it. Just don't do it. Avoid the temptation. Just don't do it. Joe, you're next. What's going on?
1: John, just a little engineering background to put things in perspective. Um, the pressure at 13,000 feet is 5,000 pounds per square inch. To put that in perspective, I don't know if you know what Schedule 40 pipe is. Oh, yeah. So if, anybody, if you ever go in an office building, for those who don't know, if you see this green pipe that's carrying the high-pressure steam and the high-pressure water, that pipe, that thick-walled industrial steel pipe is only rated for 180 pounds per square inch. Right. Which means if you took, you know, let, take a piece of pipe, think about a pipe bomb, you know, with the caps on each end. If you took a piece of that pipe and took it down, even a 1,000 feet, it would collapse like a beer can. Yep. Um,
6: like a tin can.
1: Like a tin can. It would yep. just... It would just implode like that's it right. can. And one of the concerns I would have, and why I wouldn't go down on that thing, John, in airplanes, which I'm very familiar with, you know, the testing, you always do failure testing to at least 50% of the rated, whatever the rated pressure is. You know, for instance, airplanes are pressurized and whatnot. I don't think that that that's submersible was ever pressure tested.
6: No, uh, no, in fact, I know that it wasn't, Joe. In fact, that was some of the criticism from some of the other folks about, the whole apparatus was he was doing testing in a different manner that's not necessarily the quote-unquote approved manner. And his comment back was, well, if everything we did throughout history was always the approved manner, we wouldn't get where we're going. Can't disagree with that, but that doesn't mean I'm climbing on the thing.
1: No, so again, if you're going to take something down to 13,000 feet, 50 uh, percent uh, of that would be an extra 6,500, I'd want to see that thing pressure tested at 20,000 feet. And if it survived 20,000 feet, Okay, I'll write it down to thirteen thousand feet. That's kind of.
6: I'm glad it's you because I'm still not.
1: No, I, I understand, <laughs> but I, but I I wouldn't even think about it unless it had a fifty percent. I agree bit. with you. And by and that's the same thing when I talked about schedule forty steel pipe being rated to one eighty. Well, they they tested it at one hundred and fifty percent. That's right.
6: That's right. And, and, and that's by the, the way, the majority of things that you're talking about in that way, whether we're talking about you know, water pipe, gas pipe, anything along those lines, what you see on there is the rating is, is always what they, you know, how do I want to say that, Joe? It, it's, it'll always handle twice as much, but that's the safety threshold.
1: Right. So, again, the, the minimum, for it depends on whether it's airplanes or pipe or whatever, the minimum is 50%. In some cases, it's 100%. So again, that piece of steel pipe that's certified or rated for 180, was probably tested at 360. Right. And then they gave Great it point. a one eighty rating.
6: Um, yeah, the pre- I mean, a lot of folks are saying, well, what, you know, what would it be like to be in that situation, folks? I, can, I this I can assure you, they didn't feel a thing, Joe.
1: No, it it was instantaneous, John. Yeah.
6: It'd be like an airbag going off. They didn't feel a thing.
1: Yeah, bang! It just it just imploded. Yeah, and again, they were not at that pressure. Now they they do to try and equalize some of that, John. They do try to pressurize. The, uh, the interior with air pressure to offset some of the external pressure, but you're still you're nowhere near 5,000 PSI of, of internal.
6: 45 in, you'd have to do the math and figure out what – I mean, I did kind of some quick math. You're probably at 10,000, 9,000, yep. 10,000 feet at an hour 45, um, yep. and that's when they lost contact. That doesn't mean that's where it is. You know, it is. It doesn't mean that's where it was when it imploded, but you're, you are you got to believe they at least went that far before it did or they wouldn't have had communication.
1: Right. So you're right. About 9,000, 10,000 feet is when they lost communication. So it's a good chance. And again, the other thing that happens with any piece, and this is what happens to airplanes, they're ready for cycles. Uh, every time you, you, you pressurize and depressurize something, there's, a, there's an expansion Correct. and a contraction and a stretch.
6: Th- yeah, thank you for saying that, Joe, because as I mentioned earlier, which I think a lot of folks are thinking, this was like the maiden voyage. No, it wasn't. This thing's been down and back numerous times. This wasn't the first time, Joe. It wasn't, but each
1: each time you do it, um, yeah, there's more stress, right? And it's cumulative. That's right. So you get you get metal fatigue. Um, you know, it's like bending not, a piece
6: of metal back and forth, like a coat hanger, back forth, back forth, back forth. Eventually, it breaks in half.
1: Eventually, right? Same John, same thing with airplanes. They're only rated for so many cycles. Um, you know, because when you get in a jet plane, by the way, um, that as it goes up. The pressure of the inside of the airplane actually pushes out on the on the tube of the airplane, and actually there's an expansion of of the airplane airframe. There's an mm. expansion and contraction. You can actually measure. It. So yes, so every time you do that, you fatigue the metal. And I guess, yeah, there's, you know, there's
6: it's, cycle life, and Joe, it's familiar in the automotive world, and still amazes me why so many people still can't figure out why are my shock absorbers worn out. Well, because they have a cycle life to them as well, Joe. The factory didn't design them to last a million miles.
1: Yeah, so many. You no, know, if now if it's sat in a garage for twenty years, that's different. That's 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 different.
6: Uh, but that but, up and down, up and down, up and down, that cycle, if you would, eventually is going to wear that part out.
1: Right, and that's why vehicles that spend a lot of time off road or on that's their right wash washboard. That's right. Replace your your shocks more washboard
6: frequently corners. Living in the mountains, I mean, all these different things contribute into things changing from one driver to another.
1: Exactly, John.
6: Exactly. No, no different in what happened here. And again, these are things that, of course, the media will not tell you. I did mention earlier the. The thing you sent me, and I don't remember what site that had come from, where, you know, they were they were basically saying that, you know, the the pilot, the owner was a GOP donor, which, what does that have to do with who, anything?
1: Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? What, non-issue. what relevance does that have? It's None. Talk about identity politics. Is that the best you can oh, do?
6: Awful, Joe. Just awful. Just awful. And I, and I told people, and you heard me a moment ago, you know, that you've yeah. got, to me, social media, and, and again, you know, people can... Have fun on it and so on, and I get that. But this is not a joke, not a laughing manner. I would not be posting funny things about this. I mean, lies were lost. And, and, and by the way, all through history, Joe, I, t- I mentioned the Wright brothers earlier on. I mean, the Wright brothers, when they built their first bicycle airplane, everybody thought those guys had lost their, their mind. You know, I mean, marbles left. So if you think this is the first time somebody's ever said, why are you doing that? Joe, we wouldn't be where we're at if guys hadn't done that.
1: No, you know, we have to We have to think that people have pushed the envelope and done things everybody else thought was crazy. We wouldn't
6: be flying in jets that we do today, Joe, if people hadn't pushed the envelope.
1: Yeah. No, we, we owe a lot to people who... Uh, who we broke.
6: really do. We, and, and I tried to say that earlier in the last hour... Uh, you know, because to me it it is. It's very important. You know, people have lost their lives, whether it be astronauts, whether it be people like this that have gone down to the depths, whether it's coal miners, whether it's on down the line we go, Joe. There's all sorts of individuals that have done things that have made this country and this world great. That without them, we wouldn't be where we're at today.
9: Was
1: it William Shatner's shirt going where no man has gone before? Right. A- and many have died. You know, many have died, and but you know, we we learn something from those people. That's right. Even even when their attempt has ended in
6: in this shelter. case, will be exactly the same. We'll pull up some of that wreckage. They'll do all sorts of analysis. They'll try to determine what actually happened. Was it just fatigue like you just said, or did something else catastrophic you know, happen that caused that? There will be all sorts of things that come out of this that we as a, as a society will learn from and benefit from, Joe.
1: Right. In fact, John, one of my favorite shows on the Smithsonian, John, I don't know if you get it or watch it, but there's a show called Air, Dis- Air Disaster.
6: I have seen it, yes.
1: And uh, every week they, they take on a major airline crash, um, most of them fatal, some not, you know, some not completely fatal. And the goal of every single one is what did we learn from this? Why yeah. did this happen? great point. And what do we need to do different so that we don't experience the same crash again?
6: And, and there's going to be a lot of naysayers out there that are going to say, well, why do you need to be that far down in the ocean anyways? Well, I said it earlier, and I mean it, Joe, the oceans, plural, is one of the last really untapped sources that we have on planet Earth where we really don't understand everything that goes on down there. They're so vast, so deep, so many things that we just don't understand. It's almost like outer space only deep in the oceans. And, no, we haven't really captured, in my opinion, we've not captured everything there is to capture there. There's still a lot to learn, and it takes individuals like this to figure out what's going on and learn more.
1: And John, in terms of the wealth of the rare minerals down there, remember three quarters of the Earth's surface is covered by the oceans.
6: That's
3: right.
1: In terms of the rare minerals, whether it be, you know, uh, lithium or gold or, or uh, 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 there's a whole list of uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tongue tied here. There's a whole list of rare minerals that could be mined off the Earth, off the. And by the way, there are mountains. There are literally right. the mountains on the floor of the ocean. You think the color, You think the Rockies are big? There are there are there are mountains on the ocean floor that would dwarf the Rockies.
6: That's right. That's right. So yeah, we we, we know so little about what goes on there that to me, anytime we can learn more, and again, as a society, as a world, we all benefit. So all the people that are out there, especially the lefties that are making fun of these billionaires that had big egos, and that's why they're now you know dead at the bottom of the ocean. How, how more crass could you be, Joe?
9: No, you can't,
1: John. You, you could you could not. I cannot think of. Anybody more to try? And by the way, I'm looking at that um, – where was it? I, was, I just had a picture of it up here uh, of that guy that, that – pointing out that uh, the guy was a – that GOP, that the owner or the operator was a GOP, oh, yeah. GOP donor. Um, hang on. Let me see if you can find it. I just was looking at it. Here Yeah, go. I
6: can't where remember who here? that was from.
1: It, it was from the um, – the New Republic, which is yeah. A there far is. Left, New yeah. Republic, and here's the headline. OceanGate CEO missing in Titanic sub had history
6: of donating to GOP candidates. Who, Who cares? cares? That's right. And if you, by the way, if you're somebody from the left, which there's a lot of you lefties that listen to me, it, does that make you proud, by the way? Does it make you proud that that's what your, you know, your side, your party is now doing to these five individuals cuz Joe to me you're just you're just you know you're killing them all over again with some of the things these people are doing
1: if you subscribe to the new republic you know if you follow the new republic i believe you should be ashamed of yourself agree i'd,
6: I'd agree. be
1: embarrassed to tell people
6: that agree I
1: follow the new republic
6: well and i said it early i'll say it again while you're with me also as conservatives we need to be extremely careful what we post repost even like by the way i think we have to really be careful to to not be crass ourselves and and do things and say things that we wouldn't do. And and I know at times it can be funny and it can be fun and so on. But we have to be very, very careful with that, Joe.
1: It refl- reflects badly. That's
6: on right. Us. It reflects badly on us. That's exactly right. So.
1: Hey, John, John, one more thing about yes. uh, your conversation on airplanes. Um, I know you fly a lot, and, of course, I'm a commercial commercial radio pilot. Do you know why you never want to fly the last weekend of the month if you can help it? No, the Why? Because by FAA regulations, commercial pilots are limited, in addition to all the other rest restrictions, they're limited to 100 flight hours per month. Okay. So when a plane gets delayed, say there's like a a four-hour hold because of storms at your destination or you've been diverted to Albuquerque and you're sitting on the plane waiting for release, that time, that four-hour hold that you sat in the cockpit waiting to be released to go back to Denver comes out of your 100 hours a month. So... Um, and I've got a, a good friend of mine, he used to be my flight instructor, he was now a, a pilot for United. And he says, yep, he said, uh, every time you get an unplanned hold, whether it be an ATC hold or a weather hold, that comes out of our 100 hours. So mm. if pilots are, are going to run out of time, it's going to be week four of the month. I see. So Makes sense. If you can, if you can avoid booking a flight for the last week of the month, By all means, do so. makes sense.
6: I didn't know. I just learned something. Thank you. I did not know that.
1: Yeah, 100 100 flight hours. And flight hours is whenever you're in the plane. Right. And whenever you're sitting in the cockpit, that's a flight hour.
6: Okay. Good to know. I didn't know that. I appreciate that, Joe. Good info. That's
1: all right. And I know you go to Hawaii quite a bit. I appreciate
6: that. No, that helps a lot. I appreciate that. I will start looking at that.
1: All right. Hey, you want to talk about shoplifters, creativity?
6: You know what? Give me one second here, Joe. Hang tight. I'm up against a break. I'll put you on hold. Uh, Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next, folks, and they want to take care of all of your vehicle needs, especially as we head into the 4th of July week, the Independence Day week. Extreme Auto Repair. Find them at klzradio.com.
0: Colorado's spring potholes leave drivers like you feeling deflated. Air up with Extreme Auto Repair in Parker. With the excessive rain and late cold and snow we've seen around the metro area, you can bet new potholes are forming every day, making your almost bald tires wear much faster and perform much worse than unworn tires. Often, hitting potholes creates problems in addition to tire damage like bent rims or suspension and alignment issues, and Extreme is always happy to do a preliminary assessment of the damage free of charge to make sure you're always safe on the road. Extreme carries high quality Goodyear and Cooper tires and they sell at cost. Meaning they can meet or beat any offer in the market. They offer financing for most issues. And offer a generous military, police and first responder discount. And Extreme Auto Repair is AAA certified and uses ASC certified master mechanics. So reach out to Extreme Auto Repair today at klzradio.com slash extreme or call 303-841-1071.
6: Absolute electrical, plumbing, heating, and air. Don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool system. We'll save you a lot of money right now on your AC costs. Find them at klzradio.com.
7: Your Quiet Cool whole house fan uses 90% less energy than running an air conditioner and saves you money on your energy bill, making it a win for your wallet and for the environment. Absolute Electrical Plumbing Heating and Air is your source for quiet cool technology. During the summer, an air conditioner costs you a fortune. You can pull heat out of your home and enjoy a summer breeze indoors with a quiet cool whole house fan and let your AC run far less. The U.S. Department of Energy calls the technology the most cost efficient way to cool your home. So don't sweat your way through this summer or pay a fortune to run your AC. Get your whole house fan installed with Absolute Electrical Plumbing Heating and Air. When you mention that you heard this ad on KLZ, you save $300 on a quiet, cool, whole house fan installation. Go to klzradio.com slash absolute or call 720-526-0231 to schedule your installation today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
6: All right, High Five Plumbing, if you got some drainage issues going on, they're the place to call, 877-WE-HIGH-5. Again, 877-WE-HIGH-5.
8: High Five Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. High Five can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump, to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com plumbing to schedule your visit.
2: I got my toilet.
6: Premier Home Remodels, 10% off right now the entire month. Just give them a call, and they will help you from beginning to end, and even help you with the design side of things as well. Premier Home Remodels, klzradio.com.
0: Premier Home Remodels can help you turn your current home into your dream home. Premier knows your home is your biggest investment, and they want you to benefit from the equity and smart decision you made when you purchased it. The value of your home will be preserved and can grow if you act now and make the improvements you need before remodeling prices get out of hand. Premier knows that putting off your remodel could leave you in a home that just doesn't work later in life and is not worth what it could be. Whether you want more interior living space, a mother-in-law suite, or beautiful outdoor living area, Premier can create these for you at today's prices before inflation cuts into your budget even further. Take advantage of the growing value of the Colorado housing market by making a smart investment in your home today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you.
3: Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air.
6: All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We're going to go ahead and move to Joe. Thanks for all of your uh, Advice and calls and so on. We're going to move to Scott Garlis, who I had planned to be on with us anyway. So, Scott, welcome. How are you?
9: Hey, John, I'm well. How are you?
6: I'm great. Always a joy to, to hear from you. Give us an update on what's happening in the markets.
9: Yeah, uh, you know, basically Jerome Powell, after the Fed's uh, rate decision last week, basically confirmed, it's sort of what, what a lot of people are thinking, that it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to go a lot higher with rates.
6: Okay. He did
9: mention it's, it's possible, but one of the things he said today in Senate testimony was, he thinks we're, we're really close, so they, they might have to be a, another small fleet, but it doesn't seem like we're going to go a whole lot higher in terms of rates.
6: Okay. Um, and again, I guess time will tell, and as I think you and I even talked about last Wednesday, some of this could very well just be posturing to make sure that the you know, that the the market doesn't run wild and people don't get too much confidence. And to me, I think there's a lot of that going on as well. Talk to me about AI stocks, because I've been reading some things of late to where those things are really taking off. Some people are claiming it's a lot like the dot bomb that they're going to take off and then crash like a rock. I, I personally, Scott, don't see it being the same. I don't see the same comparison. The the dot bomb was literally because so many people speculating on domain names and and, and even services yeah. for the internet and so on. It, it's to me, it's not the same as what we see happening with AI. But you're, I'm not the expert; you are.
9: No, yeah, I I agree with you, and it, it's, it's I don't think it's the same as the dot bomb, dot bomb stuff. Um, what I do think is is it a, it's not a completely unproven technology, but we still have to figure out what what it's going to become and what it
6: can do. But hey, my again, big, Really I quick, my biggest you- fear on the upside on the AI as far as investments go, of course, there's the hardware side, which you know NVIDIA and others are really capitalizing on, and I think those are pretty good bets right now, and that stuff I don't think is going to be changing much in the near future. I think what folks would have to yeah. look out for on the investment side, if you ask me, is more of – if government starts getting their hand more and more into AI, and they start trying to control more of it, and they pull back on a lot of it, to me, that's the bigger risk. And I don't think it's AI itself. I think it's a matter of what the government does.
9: Yes, I, I would agree with that. Um, you, know, you can look, like the FTC yesterday is, was announced a lawsuit against Amazon, um, and they're saying they're trying to get people into crime and blah, blah, blah. Uh, which they, they may be, and that, that could be fair, but... You know, the head of the FTC, uh, she has basically said she wants to go after big tech. She wants to break up big tech. All these things. So, to that end, when your concerns about big government getting involved, yes, I mean, I don't think they want big tech companies to have even more power. And that Mm. the companies that are going to benefit the most from this would be like the cloud services play. So you'd see Amazon, Microsoft, um, Google. They would they would benefit a lot, but. I think you got to look at AI, and we got to think about this in terms of what does it potentially do for inflation, and what does it do in terms of the labor force. Mm-hmm. Now, if AI can, can make businesses more efficient and they can get more things done with less people, that puts money back in their pockets. Right. And
6: right. Good point. From a
9: business, from a business perspective, that's really good. That's what you want. And it's not that you want to fire people, but. You want no, to you're going to do – I mean, businesses
6: to... do. This is just the natural progression of things. And if anybody thinks otherwise, I think they're, they're not looking at it correctly. Scott, this isn't even politics. It's just the way life works. When, when businesses can make things run more efficiently with less hassle, less headache, they're not relying on an individual to do it, but a machine will, they will go with the machine all day long. I know there's some exceptions to that, but in, in yeah. general, Scott, they're going to go the machine route.
9: Totally. I mean, so if you can use automation, I mean, it doesn't call in sick, it doesn't show up hungover, it can go 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, it doesn't need a health care plan. You know, we could go on and on with the list of things where it saves businesses money. And I would have to think someone like you as a business owner, you know, you're in business to make money. You're not in business to lose money. And when an opportunity like that is put in front of you, It's going to be really hard for you to turn your head and say, nah, I'm not interested in saving costs. I'm not interested in making more money for me or the people that work for me, because that's what really counts.
6: That's right. That's what Henry Ford did with the assembly line. And some other manufacturers had something similar to that, but Henry Ford refined that, made it what it is, and really it's the same Today, it's been refined since then, but he took something, made it better, made it more efficient, started producing cars, more cars, faster and cheaper than anybody else had, and it was revolutionary, and it really put the automobile on the map worldwide. So you can't fault the technology side of things. It is what it is, Scott.
9: That, that's correct, and this is why we've seen Microsoft, this is one on the too. it's very easy, but... This is why Microsoft has done so well for so long as an investment, because they're an innovator and because that innovation helps drive business. I mean, think about when you had a computer back in the 90s and how slow it was yep. and all these things and how all this technology has gotten better. It's made computers more efficient and they've made them more functional for business. And so now think about where we've gotten to today, you know, 35 years later, where couple of years ago a lot of people in this country were operating from their homes but they were still doing you know business functions regularly on a daily basis and a lot of businesses were still really profitable mm. despite the fact that people were locked down uh it just so again i think in terms of as an investor you want to look at ai for these reasons and i, I think if you want to you want to dabble and play in ai i think you got to look at the Amazons of the world, because remember, AWS, Amazon Web Services, is the business that hosts, well, basically, that hosts servers, data, companies don't want to pay for anymore. They don't want to pay for the crew of people to maintain a climate-controlled room that takes up real estate. They want to farm it out to Amazon, and Amazon takes care of all the upgrades and all the other stuff. So, you know, Amazon does that, Microsoft does that, Google does that, and those guys are going to be the cutting edge of AI, and as demand for space to store all this information, so AI can keep getting smarter and smarter and smarter, those guys are going to win because mm-hmm. there's going to be the most demand for what those guys do. Good. So, if you you really want to invest, look at that, and then you know, Nvidia is probably a bit frothy right now because they're the only ones that make the GPUs. Right. That how the power engines AI, think of it but, that
6: way. They're the engine for it.
9: Exactly, but. Other people are, go- so you can think of them as the engine, Like right? They'll, they'll
6: yeah. come along, and you know they're it now, but they may not be forever. Some others may come along, including the Apples of the world who make chips as well.
9: Yeah, and, and that's right. And the other one that I really like, um, that's really interesting to me in that front, is Intel. And because Intel is not in Taiwan, and so much chip capacity is still produced in Taiwan, mm-hmm. and there's the tension with China and the threat of China saying, well, Taiwan's part of China, we're taking it back. Right. Um, if that happens, NVIDIA makes all of their chips in Taiwan. If you can't get any chips out of Taiwan, that's going to be a big problem. So Intel is branching out into this stuff. They're getting a lot of money from a bunch of different governments all over the world to build chip manufacturing facilities in the U.S. and Germany, uh, I think in Poland as well for any specific purposes. So over the next couple of years, as that happens, I think Intel is really going to see a lot of new business and they're going to see a, a lot of uh, was it margins. As they build new chips, better chips, their margins are going to shoot way up. So I think a company now like Intel right now, has kind of been left or dead. You can buy them, put them in your, you know, your, uh, I'm sorry, your personal holdings and look at it in five years and you'll probably made a lot of money.
6: It's interesting because uh, I really hadn't looked this up, but while you were talking about AWS, I thought, you know, I just, for grins, what's their annual revenue? And that's the, again, that's the server side of Amazon. A lot of folks yep. may not know that, and it's and it's a huge business. In fact, Scott, it's a standalone business all by itself that probably supersedes the majority of other companies that are out there because it's an $80 billion-a-year business.
9: $80 billion. And pre-pandemic, I, I want to say uh, – it's like four or five years ago, they were like thirty billion dollars. Wow! They have, and not only that, but they're what they are profitable. How profitable they are! If it
6: hadn't Very. been
9: for AW, if they hadn't been for AWS last year, all of Amazon would have lost twelve billion dollars. Instead, they made eleven and a half billion dollars. So, AWS by itself brought twenty three billion dollars worth of profitability to Amazon.
6: Almost, they're only 10 billion shy of being in the top 100 of all companies, Scott, and it's a division, of course, of Amazon. So, you know, if you separated it out, they're almost just shy of the top 100.
9: And the, it's amazing. The point, so I, I, I did a bunch of research on this one, and, and I, I think it's a cool story. But one of the things I recently learned was it was almost the reason they built this business was, was almost by accident. Uh, I'd read that, too. I read them, that same thing. Yeah, Target had approached them about putting some sort of sales platform on top of Amazon's book selling stuff, and then they realized, well, we could do all these different things and help every company, and the next thing they knew, they had this business that took off. And they had $80 billion.
6: Unbelievable. I just looked up, too, so for in the in the United States, not the whole world, but in the United States, they would be – Number forty, yeah, they they would be tied for forty five, forty six. I mean, Philip Morris, Procter Gamble, they're all kind of in that same revenue. Even Tesla is eighty six billion, so they're all very close to the same right there. So if it was its own company in the U.S., it's under the top fifty of all companies. It's so amazing,
9: the, the, uh, it's, it's incredible. Uh, and the, I'll tell you the other interesting thing about this to me. So let's say. The guys in charge right now really got their way, and they're able to break these companies up, which, by the way, I don't think they ever will be because the lawyers they have at these companies and the money they have for political campaigns, True. good luck to any politician seeing that money. True. But they have better, better lawyers than the government, so good luck on fighting the breakup. But if they did, uh, if you go back to when Ma Bell was broken up back in the early 80s, It wound up being such a gigantic payday for all the shareholders of Bell because it got splintered off, I want to say, like seven different uh, companies, one being Lucent and the different Baby Bells. So because of that, it paid much more handsomely as a separate parts than it did as a single entity. So, again, I think there's another catalyst there for anybody that owns these companies now and hangs on to them for the – future and their posterity, if they are ever broken up, they will wind mm. up making tenfold money mm. on separate companies.
6: You know what? That's, that's a, you know what? I hadn't really thought about that. That's really, really good advice. Never yeah, thought yeah. about so that, again, actually.
9: That's why you want to be a long-term investor.
6: Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. All right. Talk to us about you and how do folks find you?
9: Sure. Uh, Porterandcompanyresearch.com. Uh, again, we're, we're there to help individuals grow their wealth. You can check out the free stuff we have. You can check out the paid stuff we have. And, John, actually, one last thing. Go ahead. You're uh, fine. Keep going. You're fine. To to throw out there for next week, I would love to talk talk to you about some of the stuff going on in the CRE states right now, commercial real estate and office property in in particular. um, Because of everything the Fed's doing and because of the lockdowns we saw back in 2019 and what that did for stay-at-home, Commercial real estate is really suffering, and I think there could be a lot more pain to come.
6: All right, let's talk about that. I'll put that on my notes for next week. That would be great. We can do it. Cool, man. Awesome. All right, Scott, have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. You too. Thanks so much. All right, man. Take care. Appreciate it very much. Flesh Law Firm is next. Kevin Flesh. And I said yesterday anything you need when it comes to the legal end of things, I've recommended him personally about three times this week so anything you need when it comes to legal matters in your world kevin flesh again f-l-e-s-c-h 303-806-8886
3: get relief from flesh and back you just got in an accident so you call the police you make sure you get a thorough record of the scene then after the initial adrenaline wears off your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now. Three zero three eight zero six eighty eight eighty six. 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law, they get results.
6: Denver IT Security, we just got done talking about AWS and servers and all of that, and as all of your network and the things that you're doing as a business, is everything secure and locked down and safe? And if you don't know the answer to that, call Denver IT Security and have a free analysis done. Find them at klzradio.com.
0: This may not surprise you, but there are some bad people in this world. Some have devoted their careers to doing nothing but stealing money and information from businesses. And they do it so well. During the COVID lockdowns, they found it was much easier to steal from businesses by targeting employees working from home, knowing that most home networks are not secure. Since then, they've doubled their attacks on people working from home, coffee shops, hotels, airports, airplanes, and anywhere else they can find people working from an unprotected network. If your business has remote workers, it's an easy target for hackers. Denver IT Security can stop these bad actors before they destroy your business. As a special offer to KLZ listeners, for a limited time, Denver IT Security is offering a free cybersecurity assessment to qualified businesses. To see if your company qualifies, call 720-593-6688 or visit klzradio.com security. All
6: right, Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial. We just got done talking to Scott and If you want somebody local that is licensed here in Colorado that can help you with your own personal finances, where to go, how to do it, make a strategy, if you would, that is Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial. Call him at 303 744 1128.
4: Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial has seen many of the things that can interrupt your retirement plans. He's like a coach he'll look over your plan and use his 30 years of experience in retirement advisement to ensure that you're ready for any unforeseen contingency. Retirement plans can be derailed by any number of things. Mike Tyson once said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Al has the experience to expect the unexpected. He knows that there's a 50% chance you'll need long-term care. And on top of that, a 25% chance that the care will last more than a year and a half. Your retirement resources must be able to handle these expenses while preserving your financial independence without burdening your loved ones. Al Smith will guide you so that you'll be prepared and help you analyze your entire plan to give you a peace of mind that comes with being ready. Schedule a short meeting with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com slash money and be prepared. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers greg with open range services said with all the things i have to worry about in a day it's nice not to have to worry about this complex beast of a machine outside my office bes has done a great job of maintaining it for us and we use the heck out of it i have had some not so fun experiences with office machine maintenance companies in the past thanks for giving me one less thing to worry about if you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have Give us a call at 303-825-5664.
8: As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com.
5: It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560.
6: All right, I got a text message in from somebody on the whole financial end of things. I just wanted to, I might as well say this because evidently this isn't very well known. Finance guy on a morning show this week said he asked one of his AIs what a good AI investment would be. At least two of the companies recommended were no longer in business. AI is no better than getting it yourself and sifting through the results, um, that may be partially true in that example, although what I will tell you is, this is something most people probably don't know, all of your big investment companies and traders, I shouldn't say all, the big ones, Vanguard, BlackRock, and so on, they are, in fact, using AI in a program that somebody wrote and developed over many years to help them with their trades, and they're all done within milliseconds. And it is happening as we speak. So evidently, I hate to say this, the finance guy on whatever morning show that was is clueless. I'm sorry. Doesn't know what they're talking about. Because the majority of trades done by the big, large traders, I'll talk to Scott about this next week, but about 30% of those, last time I read and checked, about 30% of those are done with AI. So evidently this particular finance person doesn't know his own world very well and probably should go do some reading like I do regularly to see exactly what's happening in his own world. So that's a finance guy I would stay away from because, frankly, it's happening as we speak right now with AI, and it will just get bigger and bigger And bigger. So, right, I'll leave it with that. Scott and I next week will talk about commercial real estate and some other things along those lines as well. In the meantime, if you missed the first hour with Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House, that is up next for 6 to 7. Otherwise, have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow for Movie Friday. We're going to do movie rentals about uh, summer, so be ready for that as well. So, have a great night, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.